Okay. Hello, guys, for all of you listening. Um, this is uh, Kylie Little, better known as Ibu Kylie. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, she is uh, she played basketball at her college. I did, yeah. Very college good. ball in Canada, University yeah. of Guelph, really small, not well known in the global world, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but good school. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, grew up in Canada. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Grew up in Canada my whole life uh, in Ontario is my province. I went to university only 45 minutes from home. So I think a lot of people were surprised when I became an international nomad moving yeah. around Asia for the past 13 years since I stayed so close to home for so long. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. How, how long have you been in Bali now? This is my fourth year in Bali, but my 13th year in Asia. Gotcha. Yeah. Super cool. Where else have you been? I've lived in um, China, South China, in Shenzhen, near Hong Kong. Lived in Thailand, in Koh Samui, an island in the south. Lived in South Korea for two years, both up north near um, the capital, Seoul, and down south at the beach in Busan, and Vietnam in Hanoi, in the capital. Super cool. Mm-hmm. All over the board. Uh, well, we're here talking about nutrition and along the lines of, I don't know, what's worked for you in like in relation to, you know, just health, well-being, just mm. all around the board. Um, I don't know, what, what, what's been, like, what, what works for you, like, living in Bali? You know, there's lots of, I don't know, starches and calories here, you know, the rice and the noodles. And mm-hmm. what, what diet are you sticking to here? Yeah, yeah, local food yeah. can be, um, you know, really carb-heavy, really starch-heavy. But we also are really, really lucky. I live in Changu, and mm-hmm. there is vegan and raw food and organic food everywhere so you know a lot of people back home in the west they won't go out to eat because then it's seen as eating fast food which is obviously not good for you Uh, but here it's really different a really different environment for Mm -hmm. for eating out you can eat you can often eat out more healthily than you can cook at home. Yeah, for sure. Here. Yeah, like fresh produce and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, you know the restaurants that are sourcing the local produce, the fresh produce, the pesticide-free produce. Yeah. And um, you know the menus that are offering you those really healthy choices. So yeah. I really actually feel really lucky. It was much harder living in Hanoi, in Vietnam, yeah. because I loved the local food, first of all. Yeah, I love sure. eating noodles, uh, so many good noodle, noodle bowls. And... Um, Love the meat dishes there, even though when I moved to Hanoi, I was a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian yeah. for six years and then slowly over time started integrating some meat back into my diet. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Vietnamese food, street food is probably not the most healthy. Yeah, yeah. And, and Vietnamese uh, culture is not a vegetarian culture yeah. either. So it was actually a really nice change moving here mm-hmm. and having so many easy options yeah, for healthy foods. For sure. Um, so I guess my my healthy eating habits have changed and grown over time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've tried on many different, uh, I guess, health fads of eating, you know, yeah. like the vegan, the vegetarian, yeah. The whole, yeah, all the diets, trying to yeah, eat yeah. raw. Mm-hmm. Because I've read a lot. I read a yeah, lot. Sure. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. And there's a lot of documentaries out there yeah, that talk yeah. about diets. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm an athlete. And I like to take care of my body. And I like to be fit. And I like to feel good. So I tried them out and what I've kind of felt over time is that what it really comes down to is balance. Yeah. Yeah. Because you read so many contradictory uh, philosophies or ideas about which diet is going to make you like your optimal health, Mm -hmm. you know, going to make you feel the most awake and feel the most alive and the most energized and make you live the longest. 
but you'll read things that say don't eat you know all of these certain vegetables vegetables with seeds are apparently bad for you Mm -hmm. then you read something that says all these fruits are bad for you Mm -hmm. too much sugar too much natural sugar and you know it gets really confusing and Mm -hmm. it gets really hard to determine how do i actually really live the most healthy for me yeah and I think that's what it comes down to is finding out what works for you. Yeah, for each individual. Yeah, and sure. and what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And really, it comes down to balance because there's also the the idea when you you know psychologically when you cut something out and tell yourself I'm not allowed to eat it, mm-hmm. it becomes so much more tempting. Yeah. For so sure. I really try to stay away from. Okay, I'm never going to eat pizza again because mm-hmm. it's bad for me. It's like I'm going to eat it in moderation. Yeah. Sometimes pizza's all right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so it's really, for me, it's about balance and balancing out my nutrition choices with my physical activity. Yeah. And so I've come to a place now in my life where I wouldn't say I'm prescribing to one certain diet or a certain regime of I have to get up at 7 a.m. and have, you know, definitely have a cup of water with lemon in it mm-hmm. and a whole liter of that. I don't, I don't follow anything like that. I've tried it all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it makes me feel good, but... I also just don't have time. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm busy, yeah. two kids at home and teaching full yeah. time, and I don't have time to plan a, a really strict regime. So it's really just about balance and sharing that, you know, every day I'm eating vegetables and I'm eating fruit, mm-hmm. adding greens to every meal that I can. Mm-hmm. Usually not breakfast because I'm North American, so I love a traditional, you know, bagel and peanut butter or bowl of cereal. Yeah. But other meals, really ensuring that the, the, what's on my plate is balanced, mm-hmm. something delicious, something really nutritious yeah. and healthy. For yeah. sure. Uh, like, so, like, you know, being in tune with, like, being able to, like, know what works for you and what doesn't, like, that takes time for sure. Definitely, mm-hmm. like, being able to, you know, just by, like, you know, trying one food and then feeling like that, like, two-hour aftermath of it and, like, you know, right. feel like the crash of sugar mm-hmm. or, like, caffeine or... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Like, how does that work? Trying to like figure out what works. You yeah, know? sure. Um, actually, that's that's why I became a vegetarian for a while. Yeah. I got to this place. I was living in Korea mm-hmm. for a long time, and Korea is a really meat-heavy culture. And Korean barbecue yeah. is like next-level delicious. So I ate a lot of Korean barbecue. But what I started to notice, just from paying attention, was I actually didn't feel great after yeah. I ate too much meat. And especially red meat. Chicken was usually okay, but any other of those heavier meats, a beef or pork, um, I just didn't, my stomach didn't feel good, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'd get really lethargic after like a big Korean barbecue, like manger, eating a lot. And then it's, I would just be toast. Um, and then I went on a trip to India. Mm-hmm. And from everyone I had spoken to, it was my first time going, they said, whatever you do, just don't eat meat in India because mm-hmm. you'll definitely get sick if you do. You get deli belly. So I was in India for two months and didn't eat meat. Mm-hmm. And then I just felt so much better. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't crave meat either. So yeah. I just stopped eating it. And then I stopped eating it for six years and was on a, I wouldn't say super strict. I still ate fish. So it wasn't super, I guess yeah. it's pescatarian. Yeah. Um, and then slowly I just started eating chicken here and mm-hmm. there six years later. And so now I'm a very limited uh yeah in moderation mm-hmm. and i just know that if i eat too much meat it hurts my stomach so i don't do that yeah you know mm-hmm. and i know i feel good after i have a nice big salad so yeah. i think it's just about taking the time to step back and and think about how you're feeling mm-hmm. and not ignoring not just eating so gluttonously and not paying attention to how mm-hmm. you're feeling it's just about self-awareness and you know i've spent a lot of time 
uh, building a meditation practice through yoga and spending time in ashrams. And that has, mm-hmm. you know, allowed me the ability to be in tune yeah. with myself internally in a variety mm-hmm. of ways. And food is one of those ways. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you actually like focus your, like your meditation on nutrition, to, like really be in tune with your body and like, um, you know, no, definitely yeah. not focus on like nutrition, yeah. focusing on that mentality. But my, when I'm meditating, what I'm focusing on is having awareness of how I'm feeling physically and emotionally yeah. and what might be causing those different feelings yeah. and find and, those like tweaks. Yeah. Yeah. And being mm-hmm. able to tweak how I respond and react to those things Yeah, because it's all about first, you know, that awareness piece of just noticing that you're not feeling well yeah and then taking that extra pause to go to what has caused me to not feel well is it something emotional is it something i ate is it something physical yeah and then how can i you know tweak my actions so that i don't feel this yeah again? sure yeah yeah um let's see uh mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i guess like uh what would you say to other people? Like what, I guess, like, um, like day-to-day diets, like if it, I know like for a lot of things is like, um, like from what I've experienced, I've tried like just cutting cold Turkey for sugar, like yeah. for like, even like fruits and stuff just sure. for like, um, you know, like a two week span, just like, like a detox type sure. of thing. Mm-hmm. I guess what's like your advice for like, like first steps of like approaching a diet like that or like, yeah, I would say the more first intensive, step is, yeah. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. When you go to these elimination restrictive diets, Mm -hmm. it just psychologically, it becomes so much more challenging Mm -hmm. because you know you're not allowed or not supposed Mm -hmm. to or you've completely limited yourself. Yeah. You're going to be so much more tempted Mm -hmm. because you can't. Yeah, for sure. That's just like a natural human psychological um, factor that plays Mm -hmm. into an elimination. Yeah, it's like... like watched a documentary on it's like the dopamine in your brain like the lack of something you're like it's like primal instinct to like if you don't have something you need to find it because it's like for survival right yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so i you know i guess my advice would be find your balance Mm -hmm. and if you notice if you recognize that you are eating a lot of sweets and sugar Mm -hmm. just start slow by just cutting back yeah and instead of when you want to go for you know you go for snack time and you want to get you want to get a biscuit or you want to get like a roll or you want to get something that's deep fried from the warong, mm-hmm. go for the fruit instead. Yeah. You know, and just find, find points in your day mm-hmm. where you might just be able to substitute something a little more healthy. Yeah. Just find those like choices where you're getting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be a little more intentional about your choices and, and then what, so what happens in that process is if you're slowly intentional, you will start to feel different. Mm-hmm. And if you are even a little bit in tune, you'll get that light bulb mm-hmm. and go, Oh, I'm. I think I'm actually feeling better because I'm eating yeah. better, and that will encourage you at an individual level to mm-hmm. be. I'm actually just going to go for you know. I'm going to go for a, a yogurt granola fruit bowl this morning yeah. instead of something deep fried like a marta back from the water. Yeah, exactly. Because I know it makes me feel better. It makes mm-hmm. me feel more awake. Yeah. And and I would also say I'd also you know, don't um, be so hard on yourself if yeah. you, if you slip from what your intention is you know you say monday to friday i'm going to try to eat mostly fruits and vegetables and healthy choices if you happen to throw in a cookie a candy bar it's okay you're not going to die from you know diverting from your diet plan but i think it's just about being more intentional about including more healthy choices more consistently yeah for sure Yeah. yeah awesome um 
I don't know. What what made you like get inspired, I guess? Was that like from college when you like really started focusing on was there a time like a shift in your life where you were like kind of, you know, not eating well and then you kind of realized or was it have you always kind of uh, actually yeah, when I lived going back to Korea mm-hmm. the first year I lived there, um, I just graduated university, finished my undergrad yeah. in two thousand seven. So I was young, I was twenty two, living abroad in a new country that had far less rules than mm-hmm. where I was from. And, um, you know, just was young, just kind of went, went wild and definitely, um, built up some bad lifestyle habits that first year when Mm -hmm. I was 23, living with like three of my best friends from my childhood in a foreign country in Korea, Mm -hmm. having a great time, but not making the healthiest choices when it comes to what I put in my body. And when it came to physical activity, I stopped working out for probably eight months and I Mm -hmm. gained about 12 pounds and that was probably the yeah. heaviest I'd ever been mm-hmm. and I moved from Korea to Thailand so I was in a bathing suit all mm-hmm. the time all of a sudden because I was living yeah. on the beach and I did not like how I looked mm-hmm. I didn't like how I, that made me feel I was like I'm an athlete yeah I'm used to being fit and feeling good mm-hmm. and so there was a huge change that year that I moved to Thailand mm-hmm. I would have been 24 at the time um, where I made a choice, mm-hmm. a really intentional choice. I ran every single day after work, and I'm not a runner. Yeah. I'm not a running. I'm a uh, basketball athlete, yeah, so I'm, like, sure. sprinting short yeah, distances. Sh- yeah, for sure. So running is so not my jam, but I was like, I want to lose this weight. Mm-hmm. I want to feel good. I want to look good for myself, not mm-hmm. for anybody else. It had nothing to do with anyone outside of me. It was solely internally. Mm-hmm. So I ran every day and I was fortunate to live in this area of the island that had a lot of hills. Mm-hmm. So I made myself run the hills yeah. in the like southern Thailand heat every day, no matter yeah. what. And, and pretty much every night of the week, I ate veggie stir fry and that was it. And the weekends, I let myself still like, you know, maybe have, have a beer and yeah. have some pizza and the things that I like. But I had probably, that was about another eight months before I had to turn around eight yeah. months of being intentional and being diligent about running and working out and at least Monday to Friday being really healthy with what I was putting in my body. Yeah. But again, it was still about balance. I still let myself have a good time and, mm-hmm. you know, have some of the crappy food on the weekend and have a beer yeah. which is obviously mm-hmm. not good for waking. Yeah. Um, but that was for me a real turning point in how I took care of myself and how important it was. Yeah. When you're younger, and you're uh, active, mm-hmm. it's, you're not, your body is um, very um, elastic in the yeah. sense that you can gain and lose weight really fast, mm-hmm. really fast. But as yeah. we get older and our bodies change and our metabolism slows mm-hmm. down, yeah. you have to change your eating habits and you have to change your physical activity habits mm-hmm. if you want to maintain a physical um, feeling and look that makes you happy as yeah. a person, right? So that was my wake-up call. I was like, ooh, I'm not 18 mm-hmm. anymore. I yeah. need to be more intentional about what I'm eating and how I'm, I'm behaving in my everyday life mm-hmm. if I want to stay um, as happy with myself as yeah. I've been until For now. Sure. Yeah. And so from there, it's been something that I'm always intentionally thinking about. Yeah. You know how mm-hmm. how much I work out and how I work out. And when when I moved to Vietnam, actually, I was really really lucky to meet this woman. Uh, her name's Bamboo. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, yeah. she's Spanish. She's not Indonesian. She's mm-hmm. not Vietnamese. And she worked at a gym. And yeah. I used to hate going to fitness classes. Yeah. You know, like, like the, groups. Like, was it, yeah, or was it one-on-one? Like, on one? No, it was, it was like, it was a, like group. a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like 10 people and you're doing like <clears throat> pump classes. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. 
And I, I really didn't like those. I was afraid that I wouldn't do it right and everyone would judge me. Mm-hmm. And then I met her and I started going to her classes. And she completely also changed my life when For it comes sure, yeah. to that that side of fitness. Before, to, to be active, I would mm-hmm. just play sports. Yeah. And maybe go for a run. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'll go to fitness classes. And mm-hmm. that's really changed my life and opened my yeah. eyes to other ways of being active and being fit and being mm-hmm. involved in the community. So, yeah, those I think those two... Uh, experiences or times in my life have been really formative to helping yeah. create lifelong yeah like major habits. switches yeah. yeah major switches mm-hmm. in, in, in the intentionality behind what I eat and how I how I choose yeah. to be active yeah for sure yeah um I don't know well, like it sounds like you're you're feeling pretty good where you are now do you have goals set for the future now or you just want to like maintain what you're doing like yeah you feel- actually I, I am feeling good until now. This mm-hmm. past, uh, how long have you been at school now? Four, four months, five months? Yeah, like, yeah, pushing my, five months, something like that. My fitness has really fallen off. I've been so busy at really? work. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually not feeling that happy with my um, mm-hmm. daily practice of working out. So I don't want to be pleased cliche and say mm-hmm. my new year's resolution is to get back to the gym yeah but i'm i really need to have a think over the holidays about how i'm going to manage my time better because uh, i haven't really been to the gym in the past three months probably i work out mm-hmm. here at school and i teach pe so i'm still really active but doing my own individual practices yeah is i haven't found i haven't made it a priority yeah as i have in mm-hmm. the past i've been so busy with work and family and but it's important to me Mm-hmm. So I need to spend some time, you know, just making a better weekly plan of how mm-hmm. he's going to get to the gym three times a week. I go to a really great gym in Chengdu, mm-hmm. um, you know, Odyssey. Odyssey, yep. Yeah. And it's a great community. Nick, the guy who owns it, is incredible super trainer, cool, yeah. super inspirational and motivating. So I need to get back there. So I guess my mm-hmm. goal for the rest of the year is to get back to Odyssey for the next six months yeah. of, of the school year and stay stay on track with mm-hmm. where I've been going, and you know just remember that it's um, really beneficial to my well being to mm-hmm. prioritize yeah. going to the gym. Yeah, it's yeah. super tricky. Like or like like I've had time like you know Amplitude and Changu. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. going there like three times a week, and then like I just had a bunch of, like we had guests coming in from Bali, and I was taking them around, and then like after dismissing like two days, it's just super hard to get back into yeah, it. Right. Like, as soon as you, as soon as you fall out of your routine, yeah. you really quickly completely fall away yeah. and it's harder to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in it, you're like, Oh my gosh, how did I let myself fall out of this? Yeah, exactly. I feel so good and I'm energized and I love it and I'm happy being here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's hard to get back into when you let yourself go for too long. Yeah. And that really takes, a strong uh, mental state mm-hmm. to be able to push yourself back into it because it's easy when you're tired and you get home from school and you get home from work, especially here in the heat all day. It's a whole yeah. level of exhaustion. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so easy when you mm-hmm. get home to just go, oh, I'm just too tired. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lie down. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have the energy to go to the gym. But yeah. we actually know, science has told us, that going to the gym mm-hmm. gives you more energy. Exactly. So yeah, even yeah, though you yeah. might feel like you don't have it to get yeah. there, you're going to feel mm-hmm. better and energized. And I've never once regretted going to the gym once I Oh yeah, once go. yeah, once you go, yeah. No for matter sure. how tired I was, even if I was mm-hmm. more tired at the end of it, I never regretted going. And yeah. that's something that I also have to consistently remind myself, you know, do some self talk like Yeah. You might be tired, but you know you're gonna feel good mm-hmm. when you're done. Yeah, that was my main thing. Like I get home, 
don't even don't even go to the kitchen. Don't sit down. Just grab your stuff and leave. Don't yes. even like yeah, you can't, you don't can't settle go in. Yeah. Sit down. yeah. So it's actually better just bring your stuff to school yeah, and exactly. to work and go straight to the and gym. just head. Yeah. Then it's less uh, less internal motivation that you need. <laughs> yeah, to get for home. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're about done. Um, so, is your yeah. are you guys looking for um, like advice or tips for yourselves or for the community? I think it's or? I think it's just generally like what's worked for you and like. Um, it's not as much tips, just like talking about like what you've done in the past sure. and like mm-hmm. people can, you know, reflect off of what you've done and like maybe apply that to their lives or for what, like what's worked for them in the past. Sure. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks for having me on your little podcast. Yeah, for what's sure. Your podcast called? I do not have a name, have yet, a name but yet, but we'll, we'll figure it out. One. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there'll be more episodes to come. Sure, um, great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> yeah. All right, take it easy. Yep.